is up? My name's Nick, and we are back with the Creatives Podcast. Today, I have one of my friends, my roommate, one of my buddies, Trevor Dunn, here with me for episode two of the podcast. Trevor, say what's up. Hello, hello. I'm kind of offended that I got the second spot because I live right there, but I'll He's, take it. It's like a hop skip down the hallway, and <laughs> he messaged me. He was like, can't believe you you even got me on your podcast yet. And I was like, oh, you know, that's a good point. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting, too, because Trevor has a very, very dynamic background uh, whenever it comes to not only to creativity, musicality, and now you're definitely in a really interesting professional field, like concerning voice. So, so tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about the beginning. Tell us about you. Like, wh- yeah. where did you come from, boy? Well, he's he's talking me up, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I started music sixth grade bands, mm-hmm. then marching band, concert band, jazz band. So I did all the band stuff. Mm. Did collegiate band, did a collegiate concert band, oh, and symphonic band, and then I did racer band and. Yeah, so it's really just musical and side of things. It, it's it's inter- it's really interesting too because I never see myself really as a creative. Like, mm. I guess I do play music, but I yeah. I think since I don't identify it as like a defining factor of myself, that I kind of I leave that out sometimes. But I do. Yeah, I've been in it since twelve years or so. Yeah, it's so it's hard to, especially when you've done it for so long. It's really hard sometimes say yourself that you're a musician like I, i'm a creative person i did music for so many years especially starting from like sixth grade because yeah. that's where i started too you played a euphonium all throughout the years haven't you I actually well i played trombone mm-hmm. so i played trombone until freshman year and then i had to march baritone because our uh director was like i'm not marching trombones it's too like hard for the drill so I was like, cool. And I'll, I actually like euphonium better in baritone like i like i just like the sound of it better but mm-hmm. i think trombone's still like it takes a really special kind of player, like as you know, to really hear that on the trombone, and that's kind of why I gravitated toward euphonium because I was like, I don't want to constantly, and my ear wasn't the best, like, mm-hmm. and I and I didn't recognize that, and so I was like, I think I can go farther mm-hmm. and be a better musician on euphonium. So, but yeah, I love euphonium. Yeah, euphoniums. If there's any other instrument I could play, it'd be euphonium. I remember playing it in uh, brass methods, which for everybody who doesn't know, if you're going through uh, music ed, like any of that cycle. Uh, you have to take methods classes like percussion, woodwind, brass. So whenever I was taking brass class, uh, I played euphonium. <sighs> it's so smooth and lyrical, yeah. and I love it compared to the trombone, which is sort of like wham wham. Um, yeah. Of course, it's probably because I can't play with it. It's that. a beautiful it's sound. On yeah. Euphonium. But trombone has a really unique sound, too, with how the instrument is. Like, on jazz, like, I love playing jazz <sighs> trombone. It's jazz just, trombone yeah. hits different. It's so cool with, like, the trombone because it's... It's the closest that you can get to like an actual voice. Yeah. So and just the jazz work here like just blows out of the water. Like just and that I mean their whole ensemble is just awesome. And so hearing that like it just makes you want to play trombone more. But then I'm like, well, I like doing both. Yeah. 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 Like the jazz work. Whenever, that was actually one of the first things that got me to come here is because yeah. I came here during Quad State and then they were like, here's jazz orchestra and I was like, what? Yeah. Bam! Oh my god, dude. Uh, I still get blown away. Uh, you remember Shea Pierce? Oh, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. he was playing there whenever I came, and he's still probably one of the greatest yeah. players ever. I mean, they just know, like, that's what the, like, music is so good as, like, a creative tool and just, like, a recruiting tool for a lot of colleges and yeah. stuff that I don't think a lot of people realize that 
like, yeah, the band's important to them. Like, they're like, mm. yeah, they're there at football games and they have this. But, like, it is a huge... Because the only reason I came here was for Racer Band. Like, exactly. And the program the program I was in is really good really good as well. But Racer Band was the, got my foot in the door. And that's how I found it out. I probably wouldn't have came here had my sister not have came here. Mm. And Racer Band was a big part in both of our decisions. So, I mean... Why, exactly. Like, I, I literally had no other choice because, you know, some people do the community college route yep. and they go like two years, which is awesome. Like, that's totally fine. And, but I literally didn't even want to do that because I was like, I want to do four years of race for it. Like, mm. I want the experience. And I know you had a few years. Did you do three? Uh, I did four? two. I two. did two years. Yeah, because you like between me, like, and then I, and then we found. Yeah. I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I definitely want to circle back to the racer band. Yeah. But uh, so you played all throughout middle school, all throughout high school. Uh, what were some. Was there, like, some defining moments for you that was, like, whenever you were playing that, like, oh, my gosh, I love going back and li- listening to this, or something that you did that you're, like, super proud of? Yeah, um, so I did, I did all district. I was able to, and are you familiar with, like, all district and yeah, stuff? All like district, all state. Bands. Yeah, all district, all state. Yeah. So I did quad state pretty much throughout my experience. I got in all district, I think, freshman year, no, sophomore year, eighth grade, and then my senior year. Mm-hmm. I got, and I was really proud of the senior year one, um... Just because I, I, it was probably the first time that I was like, I've actually practiced like hard yep. and like it paid off. Mm. Kind of like with Quad State my senior year, I got I got first chair of Blue Band, the second second band. Okay. So, and that was a big one because I had not practiced before for Quad State and just got lower bands, which I mean, it's fine. It, it, you know, it's, it's just an honor to go to those events, yeah. but I, I just wanted to push myself. And so I really did that. For Quad State, I practiced like, I felt like a musician at that point. Yeah. Like, that was kind of like, because beforehand, I, it was more of a hobby, so I think those two defining, like, my senior year, I was like, oh, like, I actually can achieve things. I'm not, it's not just a casual thing anymore. Like, I'm, it's actually a part of me. And so, but, and then Racer Band became, that was like my life for four years. <laughs> yeah, it did. I remember, I remember seeing you, like, working your way up, and I was like, okay, Trevor, done. Trevor's here. Trevor's like, okay, yeah. okay. You got to vice president was your last role, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And that, and that more, it was, I kind of use creativity in another way, because I feel like creativity is on this huge spectrum that a lot of people don't even think about. Like, mm-hmm. when you, when, when, like, you think of a creative person, you're like, oh, a probably really good artist or musician. Like, mm-hmm. they can, but then, you know, especially now in the digital landscape, like, yeah. content creators, like, it's creativity in its own right, like, what you're doing mm-hmm. is creative, like, making content, and, so I use like creativity instead of like music wise, like in ideas of like ha- like logistic wise, like yeah. create. And I feel like creativity can't be put in that box of like, oh well, if you're not a musician or you're not an artist, like you're not creative. Yeah. But you can be creative in literally any job ever or any aspect, any hobby. Like, I mean, it's it's so it's really interesting the creati- creativity. But yeah, Racer Band was huge. Like, yeah. I wish I could do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I never know. Just uh, go to. I know there's a new person leading it right now, so yeah. you just go up to him and be like, you need like a six year? I don't yeah. know, a can grad students actually do yeah, I mean, t- technically, yeah. I mean, you know? we've had grad students do it. That but, would that be? <laughs> I would say I'm 45, and I'm still here. <laughs> I want to go, I want to come back when people weren't even born yet my first year of Racer Band, so. That way you could be like, back in my day. <laughs> yeah, so now when people, when the kids born in 2016 up, Mm-hmm. When they join Racer Band, I'll come back and I'll be like, "Hey, I'm 40. <laughs> I'm still here." And they're I'm like, still "Who's here. this guy? <laughs> Is he the professor?" And I'm like, "No, I'm on your level." <laughs> <laughs> no, secretly, I'm just I'm your section leader. Yeah, I'm waiting for. <laughs> I never left, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Why are you still here? 
Racer Bay for life. I'm a Racer Bay major. Yeah, I'm definitely disgruntled and like live on the football field. Like, yeah. like, life hit me hard. You come out, you come out of a little hole on the field. Like <laughs> I'm back. Pop out of the 50 yard line. <laughs> like a golfer. I would, I would cry laughing. But, but yeah, just like you said though, it's uh, and that's a cool little like segue into it because. It creative like a lot of people who are in the creative field like especially musicians you know yeah. a lot of um research is done that those people usually thrive in different fields and that uh they they're able to take a situation break it apart and go at saying what are the options that i have what's like how how can i come about this and i think that's like the help of creativity like especially for musicianship like you know, running through so many different, like, sort of the lyricisms of music. You'll run through a piece one time with a director who says, I want to play this, this, and this way. You'll run through another director who says, oh, I like that way, but I want to do it my way, which is this and this. And sort of, like, starts opening doors, like, oh, you can do things multiple ways. There's no yeah. right answer as long as, mainly, well, there is right answers. But, like, as long as you mainly get to your end point the way that needs to be done correctly, like, there's so many open doors. Yeah. So now that you go through speech pathology you're in your masters now yeah. tell, tell us a little bit about that like that that set that um that path you've been taking yeah i mean you know base at, you know face value speech pathology some people just think you know oh like they're the ones that come in schools and help kids that may have trouble with certain sounds or something and that is mm -hmm. part of the job but there's a lot that goes on and the more i'm in the major now the more that music has actually helped me more than I ever thought it would for that specific mm -hmm. situation because we do a lot with the voice. And so mm -hmm. we learn about, like, pitches and stuff. And actually, um, M, yeah. she she was a, a voice major for a year. And literally, like, we she was learning stuff. She's a couple years behind me. So yeah. she was learning stuff that I learned in my undergrad, like, two completely different fields. But we were learning about the same anatomy same because that like the diaphragm and the breast support like we teach that mm -hmm. and musicians need that like yeah. um i know i think and i could be completely making this up but i think sean mendez had a speech therapist to really? improve his singing to like because if you're having trouble like breast support or something yeah you can get that speech therapist to help with the breast support or even like accent modification yeah um, it's really interesting the voice of speech therapy specifically is just so expansive and it, it can pertain to a lot of different things but yeah so creativity for that it is kind of different you know and even thinking of like kind of like how teachers do we kind of do similar thinking of like lesson plans yeah well that's like creative too because you have to be like it has to be creative especially if there's a preschool running around mm. and you're like okay how can I creatively get this preschooler to do what I want them to do and like yeah. teach them what I need them to, to learn like you have Especially to, with you know, kids, yeah, you have oh, to be yeah. really like, you have to come up with more interesting takes instead of just you know having an, an adult like, hey, I need you to do yeah. X Y Z thing because you know it's what's necessary. With kids, you're like, oh, I just want to run around yeah. and have a good time. So you probably have <laughs> to get real interesting idea ideas going yeah. on for that one. I mean, like like you and I can talk right now, but if I yeah. was talking with a preschool, I'd probably need pop the pig or don't break the ice. Because <laughs> that's what we had to do. We had to be mm -hmm. like, okay, uh, don't spill the beans. You know, like that game, you put the beans on. It's like, I've never played that bit game. Yeah, it's like all these little kid games. I'm, I'm well-versed now. <laughs> I play a hundred. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's just really interesting creativity, like, in everything. Like, it, cool. it literally is everywhere yeah. <laughs> when you really think about it. And I was going to say, I probably... 
your leadership experience through Racer Band that probably has helped you like segue into also through pay, uh, speech pathology probably too, isn't it? Oh yeah, I mean it helps me with my job too as a graduate assistant. Yeah, because it because it kind of helped me like creatively think about what I need to do and also follow instruction, but not have to be so dependent on instruction. Because yeah. I think that's really big of like in any job like being able to. Uh, to listen and mm-hmm. follow directions that your boss or whoever gives you, but also not just ask them every second of the day if oh this is okay. God. Like, you have to be like, mm-hmm. okay, I can do this. Like, and Racer Band helped me totally like with that because oh, yeah. in the vice president role, president, we, you know, if they have us do something, we do it. Mm-hmm. But also, they're doing their own thing. They're busy. And so sometimes they'll be like, okay, hey, go do this. And then if I have a question, I'm like, I can probably solve this. Like, yeah. it's, so I don't have to bother them, like, I can do it on my own or with another team. It's a lot of problem solving that I can believe, like, oh, yeah. coming across issues that probably a lot of students, like, uh, or members of Racer Band will come up to you, like, hey, I have this and this issue, how do I fix it? And you probably have to start. Yeah. Yeah, when you get 200 plus people, it gets a little wonky when oh, you're trying to figure everything out, but... What was probably, yeah. like, the most difficult, what's probably the most difficult situation you ever faced while as a leader in Racer Band? I don't know if difficult, but um, complicated. We, yeah, it's something like yeah. That. So it was my vice president year, the picnic that we have at the end of the at bay camp. Yep, I remember that. And um, the band director, he was like, you know, we it's a whole thing. We have a picnic, so we're not not only are we responsible for the two hundred plus members, mm. they're bringing family, which yeah. is like you know multiplies that. You know, it's like five hundred plus people we're serving. Oh, there's so many people. Yeah, and that's kind of like the big that was our, our big goal for the band camp, like leading up for us as officers, like vice presidents, like that was our objective. Like we gotta mm. get to the picnic, we gotta make sure it goes off without a hitch. Yeah. And the day of, it was just hectic, and I remember when I, I smashed my thumb. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I smashed my thumb, like, the day before, and so I'm, like, working on, like, one hand, and we're, like... Yeah, because you had a whole band to jump and everything, did you? Yeah, and we're having to ice down drinks and, like, do all this stuff, and, like, our timing got off, and so people were about ready to eat, and the drinks weren't iced, so, like, we're just running, and, like, just, it was just stressful, and, like, we're running on no sleep, because it's, like, the last day of band camp, so, like, we're Mm -hmm. busy, and, but, but, yeah, that was, like, a, it was, like, it wasn't crazy hard like challenge but at the time it was frantic and mm-hmm. there's like i know my boss all the time says no you gotta put out small fires like it was definitely yep. like, a small fire that could have been a big fire like yesterday that you did and yes <laughs> yes oh there's that's a whole other story in itself um <laughs> for everybody who do, who doesn't know that one i accidentally almost burned down the apartment we won't talk we won't talk about that this episode we'll do another episode there there. So. <laughs> fire safety episode <laughs> dirty bush <laughs> but um but uh, for uh, for everybody who's here, if you don't, if you're not versed in racer band, so basically what it is is that um, every single year, uh, people who are in the music major or outside the music major will come in. Uh, they'll come in with their instruments, uh, and they'll get parts assigned to them. Usually, sort of depends on like their skill level, like first, second, third, blah blah blah, all that stuff. So anybody who's a leader, you they usually work their way up from uh, the beginnings, like at the bottom of racer band, and into uh, usually it's bark. And then it's to a section leader. section leader, and then after that, usually you start hitting the vice president spot or or a certain yeah. certain other mid tier roles. Yeah, like officer roles, like yeah. uniform team head, bark. That was you know all that. But yeah, a lot of people like to. Yeah, bark is definitely like a good entry level for the yeah. sophomore. It's like a sophomore, and then but yep. some people like it. Like I mean, some people are really great at it, and mm. that's like, it's like you got to know your role. Like some mm. people like they 
they go to section leader and like I don't want to do VP like I don't want to yeah, do that like that's, that's a lot like, like yeah it's like I just want to do this they're like mm-hmm. a bar they're like hey I actually really like the connection with the freshman like I'm good at that I don't really want a lot on my plate with like a VP thing because I'm a lot of people are like double majors or like the music yeah. major you know is crazy like it's they're always busy like and it's college everyone's busy so you know yeah. but yeah I mean yeah racer band is a huge for oh so much yeah I mean it's huge for building that you know just building those skills that mm-hmm. otherwise you wouldn't get because i work with freshmen at my job now okay and i always tell them i'm like hey like getting an extracurricular you know it doesn't have to be racer band it yeah it could be anything like that it doesn't have to be a, a sport you know but just a club even just mm. like something that gets you out and like not just in your dorm yeah uh, like yeah. meet new people that's probably yeah. that's probably the hardest part about like really transitioning into college i was a little bit lucky because i already had like more than a handful of friends that came in yeah. here and as soon as i came in here people were like yeah you're nick aren't you i'm like who are you yeah why do you know me but um yeah. i had i was a little bit lucky on that but whenever i went to bellarmine originally i, I basically like had one person i talked to and that was pretty much about it i didn't do any extracurriculars just because was super busy actually yeah work this that and the other um and i sort of regret doing that that's always since i came here but uh not having extracurriculars you don't really get to meet more people don't really get to out uh like uh grow connections with people and that's like one of the biggest things about college that sometimes people do forget about you know it's really important not only grow yourself as a person um get creative get out of your shell but also connect with others because that can also lead to networking opportunities there down that road there's so many people who i know that are just like in big spots and friends of friends work their way on up so so you see a lot in music education department too especially with like professors oh yeah i mean and well my boss told me when he hired me Mm -hmm. he was like um he said, I saw on your resume that you worked really closely with freshmen in your racer band, Bark Roll and Head Bark. Yeah. And he was like, that made you stick out. So even just something as simple as, as that. Like at the time, I was like, oh yeah, I'm just doing this, you know. And But not even thinking that it would lead that specific to a job. Like a exactly. specific role in the, like I figured that being on leadership in the organization would help. Mm-hmm. But so specific, like he, he saw that I was working with freshmen. He needed someone to work with freshmen. And he was like, well, you know. It works out perfectly history, right yeah. there. And it's like getting into like the creative field and then starting to get into leadership roles. I feel like, you know, regular leadership roles, like maybe being a manager, that's one thing. Yeah. But whenever you get into like creative leadership roles, like racer band or like maybe being a leader in a certain musical field, that's where yeah. it really gets expansive after that. Yeah. So it's yeah. a very, it's very good growth, growing opportunity. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm very thankful for the creativity aspect and like that leadership role because yeah i think every management like you said you can kind of get that role but yeah specific you gotta think creatively and you gotta think yeah it gets wild yeah but yeah that's i always thought it was a really cool way how you worked into speech pathology you know going through your undergraduate and going through your uh, master's you're about to be graduating this year i bet you're so excited (laughs) terrified but yeah (laughs) excited and terrified at the same time you got your uh, you got your placement though for this yeah. uh, next coming months though. Uh, I got my placements and I'm gonna have to uh, uh, take. A, I have a big test coming up, so that's the. It's day. the very very end of the year, isn't it? In October. In October. So, oh, already. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, like when class and we had class yeah. in the summer, so my class is in until like mid 
into June. Oh, okay. And, you know, I get, like, I'm like, oh, July. What's that, like, week-long, two two yeah. weeks that you had, like, you were there every single day? Yeah, I had it? a two-week, two-week-long, everyday, four-hour class. That's, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you when you think about it, you're like, man, that is tough, but the professor is, like, awesome. Like, she would let us out early. Oh, that's, and, a, like, that's a blessing. She's like, here's the content I needed to get done today. I'm not going to start new content, because, like, your like your brain's fried like yeah, yeah. three hours in you know and she gave us breaks every hour so it was it definitely was nice like it yeah. it could have been a lot worse but I feel like yeah. that sometimes professors don't really take that into account because after a while like yeah like even after a while for me for teaching I would just be like yeah jelly. Even, even just now as I'm kind of like in an assistant teacher role mm. it uh it is more nerve wracking than I thought it was gonna yeah. be because like I'll go up in front of all the class and. It's like 40 people just looking right at you and expecting so, you to know what you're, like, you yeah. know, they really test you on your stuff. Like, Yeah, they, uh, it's, it's so interesting being on, like, the other side, because yeah. as soon as you start going up to people, start talking, you just sort of get flashbacks, like, oh, this is what it was like being on this side. I don't know everything as much as I thought the other, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whenever you're a student, you think, like, the teacher, oh, they know pretty much everything. Yeah, if I but, ask something, they're going, no. You know, on the other side, you're just like, don't ask me this. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, like okay, so I'm in now a position where you need me to do stuff. And I'm like, literally this, for lunch, I had a chicken dunk Lunchable. I literally just had that. <laughs> yeah. And Will sometimes had a Lunchable and walked in. I'm like, so now you, so now I need your attention. Like, I'm the one that you're, that you're looking at. Like, this guy is. It gets a little yeah. surreal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, know? it's crazy to think about, especially like, time moves by so fast once we get to like this age. I think yeah. I've come to notice it's yeah. really, really wonky. Well, I'm not 40 yet, so. <laughs> Let's wait till that hairline starts disappearing. Here's, oh, my gosh. Goodness gravy. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean. That's really, yeah. that's, that's really cool, too. Like, seeing, like, the growth that you've had from all this time. Like, I remember, I remember seeing, I think we ran into each other, like, once during Bark. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We were Barks together in yeah. 17. Remember you, t- you told me the first time you saw me, you were like, this guy yeah, yeah you just appeared and i was like this guy's new right but you were came who's this who's this 80 year old yeah. up in the bark position he can't even get his walker in the door yeah. so. Uh. so i know it's a very common joke to make fun of me because um i i've had to take some uh time off of school a couple of times so i'm very much age-wise i'm ahead content wise and like major wise i'm pretty much right around the same <laughs> It's just funny because old, like older, he's literally like three years older than me. Like if that, <laughs> it's like not even that, back that in big the, of a gap. Back in the day, it would be wonky. Like yeah, yeah. I remember going classes. I think it was like freshman classes, and I was like 21, 22, and everybody was just like looking yeah, at me all weird. Surreal. Yeah, they're like, "Who's this guy up in here?" And I'm just like, "Don't ask." Grandpa well, that, doesn't know. That even hit me like. You know, your senior year, if you have, like, a gen ed you still haven't taken, or, like, yes. you going, like, and, like, freshmen are there, like, hey, I graduated in 2020, and you're, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, high school? My golly. You graduated from your bachelor's in 2020? Yeah. No, I graduated high school. What are you doing here? You're, like, 12. Yeah, I mean, it, anybody that has come to college after I did, I'm immediately discredit. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not here. You're too, like, what that's you not mean? real. It's, it's, I've, I will say I've ran into some, um, kids, like 17, 18, or 18, 19, should I say, wow. Um, like 18, 19, sometimes 20, and they're like very well versed. Oh, like yeah. the kid, like education nowadays has just been like rampant, rampant up and up. Like I'll get kids who are like throwing out some real, like complicated meanings or like their skill sets in, um, 
uh, like in music, in music and whatnot, are very, very, very good. And I'm just like, the gap is just so crazy to yeah. notice. Like, people are really stepping up their game, and I think it's like general. Uh, I was gonna say evolution, but um, uh, I know it's like when I used to talk to my mom or something on those lines. Like, I'd say, "Hey, there's this problem I'm working on. What do you think you can help this out?" She'd always look at it and be like, why the hell are y'all studying this right now? Like, I'm, I'm, y'all, I didn't study this till I was in high school. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just asking you questions. It was like algebra and stuff. Yeah, like, I was going to say, like, how a lot of parents are like, as soon as they start introducing letters, they yeah. can't do it. You know? That's going to be me as a parent. I'm going to look at it and be like, why are you doing calculus in seventh grade? Go home. Oh, yeah, I took the easy way out in high school. Like, oh, yeah. Like college the, algebra oh yeah oh, not yeah. even that i had like business like it, it was yeah. really nothing like <laughs> if you were like nowadays like i ha- and I only had to take statistics in college so thank goodness That's statistics uh, intro stats yeah oh it was one of my favorite classes because it was just so chill it's yeah. literally just like stats and like <laughs> uh, and it was too i like physics better than chemistry yeah that's fair but here to take physics you have to take like college algebra here mm-hmm. or, so, or like you have like a prereq well i was like i'm not taking another math class so i'll just suffer through chemistry that's fair. <laughs> but uh that's a whole other side of creativity really like mm-hmm. it, like you don't even think about like the scientists like oh yeah scientists have to get so that's it's science is such a beautiful combination of like getting creative in their field and using science to like bring it all together especially yeah. for like unknown elements or uh, like tests that haven't been run before so yeah like and i guess it's easy too because like if it's something concrete like a math problem yeah like it's not really like creative because like there's only one answer like mm. to a math problem but it's still creative like how you have to find it and like how you plug in that to other stuff to like make a computer run like, exactly like, what is going on like it, it's sort of like crazy there's a lake you're on one side you gotta get to the other side there's like two you can go around one way around the other way you can yeah. Make a boat go across. Well, the bill- billionaires will just do a rocket. Yeah, and then, and then thank everybody else for paying for it. Uh, Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey, face. <laughs> you know, actually, um, I saw a TikTok last night. Mm-hmm. A dude playing euphonium, and it made me like want and like I literally was like, I want to buy euphonium. But, like, it's, it's so expensive. Crazy how that comes about. Like, like being a musician and then going back and looking at uh, looking at clips of yourself playing or watching other people play it literally drives that spark it's the yeah. craziest thing because like he had the sheet it was like you know that tiktok trend, it's like i could be brown i could be blue and then they layer it like six like they harmonize with themselves and like layer it well i'll show you after this yeah. but uh he like did that on euphonium and he like had the sheet music and i was like i can play those man like, i, I can play those before I, I, like i'm gonna do you know, that it's like not a hard rhythm but yeah. like but the way he but it was crazy like he layered his harmonies and yeah just, but yeah it was and I, literally i was like in bed last night and i was like i gotta do this, I gotta, like, I was, like, I gotta, do this like now and i'm I was go gonna go drop it. like let me drop two grand on euphonium <laughs> let me just put this on my credit card yeah we're <laughs> solid when i get kicked out i can live in the euphonium case like, <laughs> you're but, just, uh, like it's gonna be raining you're gonna be sitting over there yeah. with the euphonium case over your head yeah I, I can play on the street for money but yet, yeah yeah i'm a little rusty so maybe, <laughs> maybe just, pennies <laughs> just play a hot crust buns the whole time yeah yeah because i have a trombone like I, yeah. I, I have it, just not here. It's like a little pea shooter. It's not even a trigger. Oh, don't be, I mean, hell. Pea shooters be hitting, though. Yeah, I mean, there's like a sixth grade beginning band, you know, honk, honk, honk. Still have it. <laughs> That's like, uh, there's something about a 
beginning pea shooter, it just it just hits it, different. Racer band pea shooters hit different because they literally hit different and they have to be told to be quiet. Yes, <laughs> they hit two different. Trombones, bring bring it down. <laughs> the, the hundred times that I'm sure you heard that. You oh my god. Years in racer band. <laughs> Ooh, every single time we would just blare something, he was like. Please. Stop it. Stop. But it was always Mom's fun dead. for me because I was standing out right there with y'all. So I was like, yeah, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> hit, hit louder. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. That was like, ah, uh, that was, I, I miss Ray Band sometimes. Yeah. Doing like the crazy, like, oh, uh, especially the dance moves. Crisscross block. Credit for everyone. Uh, Crisscross block is literally like, uh, I don't have the videos. So I'm going to have to, uh, or for everybody who's listening audio wise, I'm going to try to explain it as best as I can. Two, just think of two squares made of people, and then they eventually cross in and out of each other and go back to like a perfect rectangle, and everybody like doesn't hit each other. I have yet to hear one collision. I think. Did, have you ever heard anything collide? Uh, I came close personally. Oh, that was um, it. we set it up wrong, like going because like when the crisscross when it hits, yeah, then you have to mesh, and yeah. so it hit wrong, and so we're like crossing and like the there's like someone i think they played flute like right behind me and they're like oh my god it's like, oh. <laughs> no like, well someone fell during it oh uh, that was i think that was uh, eric yeah, yeah yeah he got it on his gopro and i remember yeah. i remember watching that whenever he posted it it was the funniest <laughs> thing in the world because he went because he said well he's like no your dot because he nailed it like yeah. he fell but then knew where his dot was so he went right to it and nailed the horn out like it was yeah crazy. i was gonna say that that save yeah. top tier save like That's honestly sick. And I'm also I'm, I'm getting distracted too by the uh, the sound waves because I just watched a video uh-huh. um, about Demi Lovato. Speaking of very creative, really, <laughs> Demi Lovato. Yeah, she's in the sound booth, and you know she's doing like a big vibrato, and her sound, and she's like, "Oh, is that good? Like, I, I just want my my uh, vibratos to be consistent." Like the sound engineer like goes and shows her the waves were I it looked like a caterpillar like identical. Oh, so she had literally perfect. Like, nailed like perfect. it. Yeah, yeah just so consistent. It's like, that is crazy. The, the Like, whenever musicians, especially singers, get yeah. to, like, that level of, like, consistently knowledge, like, knowing how to, like, put inflection on their voice, it's, ah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, and we also watched um, Ariana Grande, uh-huh. who also crazy talented. Insane. And she was in the sound booth. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't even remember what song it was, but... um she can just hear it like she literally would be like let me try this harmony and just like be able to like low harmony high harmony like do like a yeah just like mesh her music together that's just in a way that just and like in the sound booth like and i guess you don't really i don't at least i don't really think about recording artists yeah like how much it takes like it's not just them singing at one time and and sometimes it is like the sound engineer like layering it themselves like but she literally was doing the layers herself. Like she That's was like, crazy. "Here's the layer. Here it is. Like here it is. Like just kept feeding them layers. Mm. And like I don't know. Have you ever heard of like Jacob Collier? The name sounds so familiar. We'll have to look up videos of him too, and I'll show you. His music is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he hears stuff that like it feels like a human can't hear it. Yeah. Like he's just like, yeah. Well, what if like I do this, this, and this, and then just like. Pushes all together. Yeah, That's like, just. And you're like, cool. Okay. How That's did you fine. come up with this? this wait, 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 wait. I just, yeah. It, Blows me away. There's so many good artists. Yeah. Uh, uh, the one girl, the woman who graduated from here a couple years ago, she lives in Nashville now. She's a singer. She was really good friends with uh, Georgia Ann and um, uh, a couple oh. others. Ah, oh, dang it. I know. Melanie. Oh. Melanie Davis. Yeah, yes. Davis. Melanie Davis. Right? I, I think know. it's something like that. If, uh, 
for everybody who doesn't know her, she's a really, really, really good singer. I think she just primarily does country, maybe a little bit of pop. It's been a little bit since I listened to her. Yeah, the name's familiar, like I, I but I don't know. I she's a, she's, boss. she's really, 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 really good. Oh, yeah. She's up there because I think she did um, some jazz or um, yeah. vocal. Yeah, she was one of the jazz or vocals. And that's just like yeah, like butter. You yeah, <laughs> you get to the level of jazz or especially like TH, like he knows his yeah, singers. I mean, like, they're like an elite group of oh, musicians. Insane. Like they're just good. Insane. Ah <laughs> oh, gosh, I just love. Yeah. We'll have to go to a concert. <laughs> oh, we will. Most definitely. Oh, especially, maybe, restrictions. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll find uh, out about that one down the road. But, uh, but yeah, that's... And what about, uh, like, people like Perfect Pitch and stuff? Blows my mind, too. Mm, I just... I know so many people that... Yeah, I think it's like so a blessing good. and a curse, though. Like, a yes. lot of people say, because they're, like, literally, like, I can't... You like, can't, you can't not, not hear it. it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know, uh, I, I talked to Lauren, uh, Lauren Blume about it. Yeah. And she'll, uh, she'll talk things like, oh, you know, it's great. You know, we'll be sitting at, uh, like, whenever on our summer child, like, Holiday World. Yeah. They'll just be sitting there like, oh, this is a C. This is a D flat. Yeah, like, like, I hate, I hate this. That's like, awesome. like, yeah, but, uh, so I think, like. Out, shout out Holiday World, Pat Cook. Isn't she the the, the old the old woman that like, runs it back? Is that who it is? I have I no idea. It's commercials. <laughs> oh, okay. I actually want to go to Hollywood. Wait, I might get her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, yo, Patty. <laughs> hey, yo, you trying to be on the mobile podcast? <laughs> we'll go to you on the Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> In the podcast on the Thunderbird. How do you like it here? <laughs> You're just being wedged. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> like whatever the... I, I can't make a roller coaster noise, but... <laughs> whatever that is. Um... Yeah, shout out Patty. Shout never, out. never met you before. Could be wrong. I could, that name could be completely wrong. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> like just voice over me. Oh, that's but, uh, um, yeah. but you have like any like general closing remarks for us? So for everybody who's like in, uh, like a creative field, I know a lot of like especially a lot of racer band yeah. kids. It's like I don't know how many percent is the non. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But um, all the kids who are or students who are in there in not a creative field but are working towards yeah. another different kind of bachelors i would just say try to find the cre- creativity like in everything because mm-hmm. like it's it's somewhere if you, you just gotta look for it sometimes but like and don't be discouraged by other people's creativity mm. like you know if you see someone doing well like applaud them and you know be happy for them but don't compare yourself you know just because everybody's creativity is different like every yep. just because someone is getting like all the solos like an elite musician like or just something not even music just anything like you can be creative and not be the the most creative and that doesn't even sometimes it doesn't even like go together like you can be really creative but your your creativity is somewhere else like you're not getting the solos but yet you're thinking like you're writing or you're doing all this other stuff like just found i guess like find an outlet and and go for it don't Mm -hmm. and don't care who like you know don't really care about is it opinion. yeah like is yeah. it getting these huge am i completely blowing it out of the water like mm-hmm. if you like to do it do it like who oh, yeah. cares like just, just go for it the, that's uh there's a bunch of different podcasts and other like pieces of media that's out right now too that talks about like sort of like social media has killed the love of doing things yeah unfortunately i still think yeah but i think it was there a little bit beforehand especially like a lot of people like hold especially being a musician or a creative person in general you hold yourself to such a high standard yeah and that's hard because like you know even the best musicians or the smartest people in class they don't make the best like teachers they, like they can be i'm not saying like if you're really creative you're not gonna be a good teacher like if you're really good at your instrument you're not gonna be a good teacher on it yeah but sometimes like you know some of the most well accredited professors or teachers or just in their job 
maybe not starting out be the best at it. Like mm-hmm. being the best doesn't mean that you are best yeah. on all fronts. Like exactly. I don't know. It's but it's just and I think it's pushing yourself to do your personal best. Like mm-hmm. if if you're better than you were a year ago at anything, anything like photography, any type of music, any type of even just getting just if you're getting B's in school, if you're getting some A's, like that's yeah. not even creativity, just like any anything. Like mm-hmm. that I just yeah, just constantly be pushing yourself but don't don't burn yourself out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's especially yeah. Me, I, I burn myself out Same. so I can yeah, it's it's you just have to be aware of it like mm-hmm. you have to and that's easier said than done like self-awareness you, have, you know yeah. like I can say be aware but then I go and get burnt out but you just yeah. self-awareness yeah like you said it's huge it's that's a that's a very difficult skill that people don't really look into until probably a few years down the road I didn't even start really self-reflecting probably until about 22, 23 and I'm just like yeah. Oh, you start start piecing everything together and start getting so many different outlooks, and it's like super interesting to yeah. do that. It's yeah, yeah, and don't be on the crunch either about age or anything. Oh my you know? gosh, like yes. everybody does college differently. Everybody mm-hmm. does everything differently. Like there's some it's like Martha Stewart didn't get her first until she was forty. I don't even know who it was, but you know somebody was like Oprah or like was? or like Morgan Freeman like didn't start acting until he was like in his forties or something. Really, could be totally wrong, but <laughs> someone was, it was like someone that's huge, yeah, like a huge person was like. I didn't start till I was like 30. I was like working whatever job, you know. Yeah. And, you know, Everybody's path is like a little bit oh, different. Yeah. Like where you end up as long as you're happy with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's at the end of the day, like you're only like your happiness is paramount. Like that's the one that matters. Like mm-hmm. if, you know, if you're happy, if you're happy doing anything, literally anything, as long as it ain't hurting anybody, like do it. See, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. how I am too. Yes. Yeah. As long as everybody's doing good at the end of the day and you're just trying your best and you're happy, bump it. Do it. Yep. Exactly. Go for it. You know, Trevor, appreciate you coming on by here. Yes. Maybe a couple months down the line, you can swing on by here again, sort of give right. us an update, see how everything's going. Yeah, when this one hits a million views, a million views. I'll come back for a special. We had we had to make sure to get this to a million views yeah. in our own Trevor Dunn. Don't forget to ring the bell. Ring, yeah, exactly. <laughs> ring the bell, subscribe, do all that jazz. <laughs> yeah. oh, I was about to do my outro. Oh, man. But yeah, that's <laughs> perfect. <in> the outro. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming yeah, on. Dude. I appreciate awesome. it. Yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode two, officially, of the Creatives Podcast. If you like this, uh, video format-wise, if you're on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe to all that jazz. Um, if you're on Spotify, make sure, I don't know all the jazz for Spotify, so, like, make sure to like it so that way it pops up on your feed. That's what I did, anyways. Yeah. I haven't gotten it on Apple Podcast yet. We're working on that one. Hopefully, that'll be soon. But, yeah. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are fantastic. Again, thank you to Trevor for being on for today. Of course. And we will see you all next time. Peace. See you.